Thank you for tuning in with us at Bayou City Fellowship Cyprus, a community that is radically focused on Jesus. Advent comes from the Latin word adventus, or coming, a period of preparation for the birth of Jesus Christ, reminding ourselves that Jesus' first coming prepares us for his second coming when he will restore this broken world. Join us for this week's lesson as we learn and pray to be more like Christ. Amen, amen. Hey, if there's any space whatsoever, does anybody have, uh, is this room over here? We have about uh, four, seven seats. If we have seven people, come on. We're all family over here. We got two right here. You don't have to stand. The service isn't going to be super long if you are standing. I'm just going to tell you. We're going to try to get you, you know, you can come on this way. We're like family, you know what I mean? We're not professional. We got more over here as well. If you guys want, we've got seats. Four. There's five over here. Plenty of spots over here. Wonderful. We got two here if you need them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Perfect. Perfect. We got two more over here if you all like. If you're good to stand, that's fine. It's good to have everybody. Wonderful to have you all. Merry Christmas. If I haven't met you, my name is Johnny Marks. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's a joy to be able to um, bring the Word of God today at this Christmas celebration. I'm sure I'm the only one who struggles with control, but I'll tell you a story anyway. I remember distinctly when I realized I wasn't in control, and it was very early in my life. I'm a product of divorce. I grew up as an atheist for the good portion of my early life until I was about 21 years old. And I remember a Christmas specifically, a Christmas Eve, where I got news. I got a phone call at about 10.30 in the evening. My best friend's sister had passed away, and they were sharing the news. And I remember realizing that I didn't have the capacity to control anything around me. And then I started trying to control everything around me. For the good part of, well, until today. (laughs) Let's be honest. And I don't know what you what you are straining and striving to hold on to, right? To maybe it's your kids, maybe you're like, if I can just get them to do this and go this way, or if I could just get him or her, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's at work, if I could just get my boss to understand. And then there's the problem with ourselves, right? Maybe if I could just get control because I'm out of it, then it's going to be okay. We're going to be okay. If I can just get this to be, if, 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 if God would just give me this part of my life to do it the way I want, it's going to be okay. And we struggle and strive, don't we? We've been in Advent, we've been, we've been celebrating how Jesus is our what? Our hope, He's our peace, He's our joy. Jesus is the love that we're looking for. But why is it that He can offer those things? Why is it that Jesus is all of those things? Why not that girlfriend or that boyfriend or that promotion or that, that land that we want? Maybe, you know, what, what is it, that thing? Why isn't that the thing that brings us joy, hope, peace, and love? Well, today we're going to find out because it really is about control. Christmas, this celebration, is about control. You're like, man, I've never heard that before. 
because today we celebrate that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He's the Lord of all. And it's actually why he's different than anybody else. You know why we don't have these other celebrations? Because nobody else is Lord of all. I want to talk about why. My hope today is that you will find freedom in this truth. And kids, this is for you too. Raise your hand if you're a kid. Raise them high. I know you have little bags full of goodies. You're welcome to play with those, but you're also welcome to listen because you have a place to participate. I want you to know this, kids. Church is not for adults. It's not just for adults. And you should know that you have a valuable place to participate in the church, even at your age. And what we're going to talk about today is for you too. Luke chapter 2, you can turn your Bibles there, and we'll also be in Colossians chapter 1 if you want to put, the, put a finger in that. And you know the story. I was going to have a, a kid come up and read this, and it would be so cute. And then time got away from me, so you're going to have to suffer through it with me. It says, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And this was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. And he was to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. They were engaged to be married, who was with child. You've heard many a sermon about the scandalous nature of their relationship. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the end. And this is where the little donkey kids are, the sheep kids, right, and the, the pageant you remember. And I was like, oh. But we're not celebrating the birth of a baby we're celebrating the birth of the baby. We're not celebrating the birth of a Savior. We're celebrating the birth of the Savior. There's a big difference. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. You know what's interesting about this? When you're out of control, what's the main thing that you feel? Fear. Fear that you can't maintain control. Fear that what's ahead you're not going to be able to deal with. Fear that you don't have enough, that you don't know enough, that you are not enough. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. You can underline this or just do whatever you do in your Bible. Maybe just remember it. For unto you is born this day in the city of David... A Savior, capital S or lowercase s? Capital S, it's there for a reason. Who is Christ the Lord? Christ the Lord. Christ, the one who maintains control when you don't. Christ, the one who has all of the knowledge when you're not smart enough. Christ, the one who has control of every resource every provision, every direction, and every purpose. Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, do you know what a multitude is? It's like this, but more. 
That'd freak me out. Wouldn't it freak you out? Oh, hey, look, there's like three of us out here. We're, we're watching the flocks. Oh, and there's just like a multitude singing crazy praises to God. Yeah, you'd be freaked out too. Fear not is a good introduction. And he says, glory to God in the highest. Not in the partial height. Not in the middle sections. Glory to God in the lowest parts. No, it says glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. I want to go back. For unto Him, born this day in the city of David, is a Savior. This means deliverer, rescuer. The supreme Savior. One who has been anointed, right? It, it, it can be translated the expected one. Did you know that the people in this day were waiting, anticipating a deliverer, somebody to rescue them, someone to set them free, somebody to justify what they had heard for generations through the prophets? They were waiting for someone to give them deliverance. And that's what the word Savior is. This title Savior was a deliverer and a rescuer. A preserver, Christ, also Messiah, the one to come, the expected one to come. And then this word Lord, Kyrios, this word Lord, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna focus on this particular word, this particular thing, because I think this is the fundamental thing. I remember when I was an atheist, here's the thing that kept me from God besides Christians. <laughs> I'm just being honest, and you know I'm not lying. And I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but we got to continue to work on the reflection that we are because we confuse people when we don't live like Jesus is Lord. See, when we live like we are Lord, lowercase l, when we live like we actually have control, like we actually have the reins, people get confused about who we worship. And I remember the thing that kept me from coming to God was not His not his existence, because he made himself very known. It wasn't Jesus. It wasn't the idea of salvation. It was the idea that he wouldn't let me be in charge. It was the idea that I couldn't be in control anymore, as though I was at all anyway. And I think if you and I can be honest, I mean the kind of honest when nobody else is around, when you're not arguing with your TikTok feed, when you're not arguing with your friends at school, when you're not arguing with your parents. I'm talking about when you're really thinking about your life and when you're really freaking out because you're not in control. This is the thing that keeps us because we have to let go of something that is very uncomfortable and scary. And we don't like to be scared. We don't like to be fearful. We don't like to not have it all together. But he says, hey, Jesus being Lord is actually the way to freedom. It's not about him coming and stealing control from us. Did you know that? When he sent Jesus Christ into the world, when we celebrate this at Christmas, the baby Jesus, he didn't come to take control. He already had it. Did you know that? He didn't come to say, give me the control that you have so I can have it and I can be the boss. He was saying, hey, I need you to walk in freedom. I need you to let go of the control that you don't have anyway. This word here is a, is a combination of two elements of power and authority. 
this idea of being Lord. And it creates, he creates us with absolute power, but is also absolute authority, right? And those things afford us freedom rather than bondage to bow. I think we think we're like, oh, I got to bow down at Jesus' feet. We think of bondage, right? When you come under somebody's authority, in a worldly sense, what are you thinking of? You're like, I'm giving up all the rights to myself. Wait, we do that. What I'm saying is, it's not bondage bowing, it's actually walking in freedom. There is a bowing to that results in freedom, not into bondage. When you bow to earthly lords, including yourself, you are actually walking in darkness. You are actually walking as a captive. When you bow your knee to Jesus as Lord, because of who He is, which is fully God and fully man, you actually walk into freedom and out of darkness. Flip over to Colossians 1. Because the power that is noted in lordship is a power of control rather than physical strength. Colossians 1 tells us about Jesus like this because I think it's really, really important. Kids, you're doing awesome. Keep it up. Starting in verse 13, it won't be, this 13 won't be on the screen, but all the other ones will. Speaking of Jesus, Paul writes to the church in Colossae, he says, He has delivered us, right? Christ the Messiah was a deliverer. We heard that already. That's what it means, his name. From what? The domain of darkness. That word can also, the control of darkness. He's delivered us from the control of darkness. From not being able to see, no warmth, no contentment, right? The domain of darkness, the control of those things. And He transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. In verse 15, now it talks about Jesus as Lord, as having the first place. He says, He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He's the exact representation of God Almighty. How much of creation? All. For by Him, what? All things were created. How many things have you created? Maybe you're a creator. Maybe you're a TikTok influencer. You know who the original influencer was? Jesus. Come on. That's a plan. I had him. I paid him to say that. Just kidding. Jesus was. By him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. How many things have you created that nobody liked the invisible things? See, the, the, the idea is that all things were created by him. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers and authorities, who keeps you under their thumb? Right on earth we know this as the authority of men. Governments and kings and those in charge. Teachers who are amazing but they have a role of authority in our lives. Parents. Right? Bosses. We know what this means. And it feels like bondage at times, doesn't it? All things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And in Him all things hold together. You guys get the picture? All, all, all. In five verses, eight times. It talks about the totality and completeness of His preeminence. The totality and completeness 
of His preeminence. Which means to have first place. And He is the head of the body, the church. Well, why is this important? Do you know, like, have anybody in sports where you have to spin bikes, skateboards, snowboards, skis, or anything like that, right? Martial arts, anybody in? Yeah, okay, you know. Two people. Well, I'm going to call you two when things go down. Here's the, here's the idea. When your head turns, what happens to your body? It follows. Where the head goes, so goes the body. This is how you do cool tricks if you ever want to do cool tricks. Where the head goes, so goes the body. It is the driving force in where the body goes. Right? Jesus, take the wheel. Right? Whoever's driving the car, it tells you where the car's going to go. It's saying that he has supreme ultimate and complete control of everything. Even the stuff you can't see, won't see, don't want to see. The things that are out of your control are in His. And He is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from among the dead, that in what? Everything He might be preeminent. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through Him to what? Reconcile to Himself all things. Reconcile to make things right with one another. Gosh, what would your life look like if all things were made right with one another? What if in your marriage you could see and say, hey, Jesus, because he is Lord, made all things right with my spouse. The brokenness with my kids, he made all things right. At work, that, that really dysfunctional thing, you mean Jesus can make all things right? Yes, it doesn't mean you'll agree. It doesn't mean it'll feel good, but it does mean he can make all things right because he is preeminent. Whether on, heaven or, uh, on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Here's the thing. We need to be reconciled to God. And you and I can't get there on our own. If you don't remember anything else, I want you to remember this. That Jesus is Lord, not you. Freedom is found in letting go of the reins you never had control of in the first place. I know it sounds a little to the point, but it's too important to dance around. Jesus Christ is Lord. He was there before you were, when we were still dust as humanity, and God breathed life into humanity, Jesus was there. When the tragedy happened in your life, Jesus was before that, in it, and will be after. The difficult space that you may find yourself in right now is not outside the control of Jesus Christ. The doubts that you have, which are normal, by the way, are covered and cared for in Christ Jesus. See, God did not come, as we said, to steal or take control from us. We never had it in the first place. What He's trying to do is get us to understand that we don't have to keep trying. And that if we will just let go of the perceived control and submit to His actual control, we will walk in freedom. And the peace, joy, love, all the things that are the hope, everything we're looking for is found in Him. And I'll tell you this, the Bible says that from the very beginning, we've been trying to take the reins. He created us in his image, right? He created the first man and woman in his image to walk with and be with them. 
And because God desires a relationship with you, he made a way back. Because from the very first person in Adam who took the control, right? They took the reins. They're like, no, God, I know what you said, but I'm going to do it this way instead. The Bible says that that sin caused separation and death from God. And that there was no way back on our own. The Bible says that no one is good, not even one. And I know that doesn't feel very good to hear, but it's true. You know it intrinsically, and so do I. The Bible says that God loved the world so much. Listen, so much. Not the kind of love that you didn't get from your parents. Not the broken love that you got from the world. Not the insufficient kind of love that you experience every day. I'm talking about perfect, holy, and righteous love. God loved the world sacrificially that He gave His one and only Son, Jesus Christ, that those who believe in Him will not perish but have what? Everlasting life. The Bible says this in Romans. He says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is in control, that Jesus has the reins, that Jesus knows more than me, has more than me, has gone before me, He will be after me, I'm letting go, God, here you are. This is all I have for you. And you believe in your heart that God raised from the dead. It says you will be saved. Be reconciled to God. That happened at the cross. All that's left is for you to let go and say yes. I'm not going to have you stand up and walk forward in front of all these people or any of those things. I am going to ask you, in fact, I'm going to implore you to consider with you at the reins, how is it really going? With you at the reins, how is it really happening? Do you have enough? Do you know enough? Can you get where you think that you need to go? And I'm just going to ask you instead, would you consider the truth that Jesus Christ is Lord? And that what you're looking for, not just in stuff, but in forgiveness and redemption, reconciliation and hope, peace, mercy and grace is all found in a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I will tell you this. I, was, I earned and was destined for hell because I rebelled and took the reins. This is me. And I know it's not a popular word, but eternal separation from God sounds like hell to me. That's what I earned, but I can tell you this. When I finally came to the point where I said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I know that I'm out of control. I need you to be in control. I have never been the same. And I could have people stand up one after another to testify to the goodness of God that he is faithful and kind. Where are you out of control? I wonder if you allowed Jesus to be Lord, what your life might look like. If you had all the resources at your hand, you had all the forgiveness that you were looking for, you actually were operating in the love of God instead of the broken love of people. I wonder what it might look for at this Christmas and next year and the year after that to celebrate something bigger than yourself. Amen that Jesus is Lord. Amen that he's Lord of all, that he's not a small case L, that he's not a small case Savior, but he is Christ the Lord. A Savior come for the whole world. Lastly, before we get to candle lighting and singing a wonderful song together, before you head off to your Christmas celebrations, if you are here and you're wondering, listen, if you came today for some other reason to appease a family member, but you know that you've been searching for this, you are not too far. 
You are not too far. You haven't done enough. You haven't rebelled enough. You are not outside the goodness and grace of God. You are not outside the grace of God today. The salvation that comes through Jesus is for you too. If anybody wants to talk about that, or you know today's your day to come and like not be in control, I want you to come talk to me. I'll be right down here after the service. I'll maybe have some friends with me. But here's what I'd like to do at this time. If you would, those of you, if you have your candles, I want to read this scripture to you. It says, Psalm 27, 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? We celebrate the coming of the light of Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask you to stand. These lights are going to come out. And I'm going to have some friends who are going to come and share this light with you as a symbol of the goodness of God. What I would ask you to do is that if your candle is lit, that you hold it straight up and that everybody else would dip their unlit candles to the ones coming around, the ones next to you. And as this light gets passed around, I just want to encourage you. The truth of who God is is not meant to be kept to ourselves, but to be shared with the whole world. It's why we celebrate today. That's why we celebrate today. As we sing this song together, I want you to sing as though we're celebrating something great, the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the whole world. I'm also going to ask that you uh, not let your little kids hurt themselves. Yeah. We do have uh, glow sticks for the kiddos. I hope that's good. Let's fill this room with praise. Let's fill this room with celebration. You're the choir tonight. You're the choir tonight. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that you feel encouraged. To stay up to date with all current sermon series, make sure that you subscribe to our channel. If you'd like to find more ways to get involved with the Bayou City family, visit us online at bayoucityfellowship.com or download the Bayou City Fellowship Cypress app to find community in the body of Christ.